We celebrate today the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our celebrant is our pastor, Father Otis. He is assisted by Deacon Vic. We are mindful to check our cell phones that they're on silent or off. The readings for Mass can be found on page 34 in the Missalette the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And our opening hymn can be found in the Red Hymn Book, number 563. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. In the Red Hymn Book, 563. Please stand as we begin this great celebration. <clears throat> In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. My dear friends, as we gather today to celebrate this great gift of love that God has given us, our Holy Eucharist, we prepare ourselves by calling to mind our sins and asking for God's mercy and forgiveness. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Oh, 
Let us pray. O God, who manifests your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us and make those listening, hastening to obtain your promises, heirs to the treasures of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. reading from the book of Numbers. The Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to Moses. Taking some of the spirit that was on Moses, the Lord bestowed it on the 70 elders. And as the spirit came to rest on them, they prophesied. Now two men, one named Eldad and the other Medad, were not in the gathering but had been left in the camp. They too had been on the list, but had not gone out to the tent. Yet the Spirit came to rest on them also, and they prophesied in the camp. So when a young man quickly told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp, Joshua, son of Nun, who from his youth had been Moses' aide, said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses answered him, Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the people of the Lord were prophets. Would that the Lord might bestow his spirit on them all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from the letter of St. James. Come now, you rich, weep and wail over your impending miseries. Your wealth has rotted away, your clothes have become moth-eaten, your gold and silver have corroded, and that corrosion will be a testimony against you. It will devour your flesh like a fire. You have stored up treasure for the last days. Behold, wages you withheld from the workers who harvested your fields are crying aloud. And the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on earth in luxury and pleasure. You have fattened your hearts for the day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the righteous one. He offers you no resistance. The word of the Lord. Thanks be God. from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us. Jesus replied, Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against me, us, is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, a man I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone was put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into a Gehenna into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eyes causes you to sin, pluck it out. But before, better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes and to be thrown into Gehenna, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There is a little book that we have in every sacristy in every church, and it's called an ordo. And it gives us direction and guidance as we prepare for the Sunday Mass. This week, the ordo says in preparation for the homily, Moses and Jesus both attest to the fact that the work of the Spirit cannot be confined by an institution, and that no one can claim a monopoly on the Spirit's charism and wisdom. Beware of growing into your, in your own power while neglecting the rights and the needs of others. Moses, in the first reading, gives us the exact direction that we're talking about. Moses said, would that all people of the Lord would be prophets. Today, as we go into the 26th Sunday of Ordinary Time and we continue our journey, we hear the message of the church this week. It's needed by me, I guarantee you. I need to hear all these messages every week to be able to try to keep me straight as we get these little pieces of the puzzle every week that the church gives us on a 52-week calendar. The message begins, at that time, Jesus, John said to Jesus, teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow me. The disciples were setting the standard of what preaching was on us. Notice it says, because he does not follow us. He's not looking at the whole fact that in reality we're supposed to be followers of Jesus Christ. They are jealous of this people who are speaking in the name of Jesus. And it's, often, it's interesting also to take in, re, in reflection where the disciples and apostles are at this time as they're traveling through their life to grow in holiness until eventually they get to Pentecost Sunday when all of a sudden all the revelations start to come and make sense to them. You see, what happens is love is not part of jealousy, and they were showing jealousy. They observed disciples who were acting in the name of Jesus. What they could have said was, what a wonderful thing that there are people following God and receiving God's grace. What a wonderful thing it is to be in collaboration as Christians. You know, Jesus was a great believer in collaboration. Think about when he had the loaves and the fishes. The first thing he said was, what are you going to do to be ready for the loaves and the fishes? Jesus could have just automatically made the decision to do something. But he turned to his apostles and said, what are you going to do? And they said, 200 days wages and we can't feed all these people. And someone said, there's a little boy here with fish. And all of a sudden he said, bring the little boy in. Collaboration, bringing the community together. That's what's so important for us to understand. Jesus sought this collaboration in everything he did. And he tells us about that all the time. 
And he's trying to be able to inspire his disciples and apostles at this point to realize that they need to, too, to understand this concept of collaboration with people out there. They need, instead of being, making a response as disciples to encourage the people to follow Jesus and be part of what was going on and inviting them to join Jesus, they showed envy and they showed jealousy. Remember that right before this particular reading, last week the direction that Jesus gave us was he spoke about his passion was to come. And Peter said, oh no. But Jesus said, remember that your job is to serve. Instead, our apostles today are critical and they show jealousy. The others don't deserve the honor that they have. This is wrong. We all need to understand that we are to preach and we are to heal. We all need to understand that each and every one of us need to be able to make sure we do deeds in the name of Jesus Christ. The apostles forgot that at this particular time. It is not about us, it is about Jesus. And our mission as professed in the church's mission statement is to go and teach all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's our evangelization, either by word or by action or by deeds. We need to be able to do this. Remember later on that what happens is the apostles are approached by the Pharisees and told not to preach. And later on, we begin to see that for the sake of Jesus' name, they're worthy to suffer and they're worthy to teach. That shows the growth that takes place in the apostles in their understanding of the role that Jesus is giving them and understand the collaboration that they must have within their life. Before, they're asking him now, others are speaking, like Eldad and Medad, and Moses said, no, no, we're supposed to accept them in also. We're supposed to accept these who are preaching in. We almost realize that every one of us, when we are baptized, we are baptized into teaching. We are baptized into bringing people into the faith. We are baptized into evangelization. We're baptized to go and teach all nations and be able to preach. That's the growth that takes place. It's interesting to see also in today's gospel, after this first paragraph, Jesus replies to them, do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen I say to you, you will surely not lose his reward. Jesus is the power. He gives us all that we need to be able to follow him. He gives us the rewards that we need within our life to be able to strive for. Jesus is the Messiah, and that word means he is the God of salvation. It is an honor for people to act in the name of Jesus. It is an honor for all of us to use the name of Jesus in the good deeds and the actions that we have. Remember, Jesus is a great healer. And believe it or not, if we follow Jesus, we too can be a healer. We tend to think of healing medically only. We don't realize that we can be a healer for people mentally. We can be a heal healer for people emotionally. 
We can be a healing for people to help them to be able to be socially involved and socially accepted. We, in our own actions, can do this. Remember Peter said, I have, when one time when he was going into the temple, <coughs> I have neither silver nor gold, but what I give to you, I give in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise and walk. Remember, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. He is our leader, he is our model, he is our savior. One who understood this greatly and said it to all of us was Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa said, do small things with love because we belong to Jesus. Whatever you do, do it for the least of my brother and sisters and do it for me. Do the little things. What matters is not the size of the deed, but the depth of the charity that you have within your heart, because each and every one of us are sent. I was so encouraged when I saw the charity of the volunteerism in our community, of people helping people with Ida. It's important to understand. And remember, last week we were told, not words, only, but actions, and it has to come from your heart. <coughs> the gospel continues. Whoever causes one of these little ones <clears throat> who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him in a great millstone was put around his neck and he was thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than to have two hands and go into Gehenna. And if your food causes you to sin, cut it off. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better to enter into life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck it out, for it is better to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than with two, and it's grown to us through, rather than be thrown into Gehenna. You know, these are very, very powerful words and image that Jesus has given to us. And some of us are thrown back by these words. But what Jesus is revealing is Jesus is revealing that we have power in ourselves to make our own decisions, decisions to build our soul or not to build our soul. What's the difference in the terms that Jesus makes to us or a doctor to heal somebody in a hospital makes the same kind of tough decisions on an individual to be able to make sure that that individual is made well. Each and every one of us need to understand that we are doctors, we are what Jesus asked, and we need to make sure that we do the things that be able to don't harm other people. And we can't make sure, and we need to make sure that we don't lose our eyes, we don't lose our touch, we don't lose our feet. The gospel says, a determined and lifelong effect to avoid sin and the occasion of sins is what God tells us. We will be saved if we do it for Jesus, not for our own personal glory and power. Jesus gives us all the right direction. Bring people in. We have a challenge in our own Christian faith. Sometimes because somebody likes to do a little difference in their worship, what we like to do is rumor or criticize those individuals. 
We need to understand they too are Christians and they too are professing their faith and doing the best they can as they too grow in holiness and each one of us grow in holiness. We have a lot of challenges in our life. We need to be able to accept everyone in our life as Christians. And when we are Christians, we need to remember what our task is. Our task is always to go and teach and baptize and make sure that we, only, we don't only use words, but we use our actions. Let it stand now as we profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of Father before all ages, God from God, life from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men, for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified and crucified. He suffered and buried. And on again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one, the Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. I confess one baptism for forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. Our hope in every need is from the Lord. In the power of the Holy Spirit, let us now offer these petitions to our Heavenly Father, who loves each of us. Our response is, hear us, O Lord, for our church and parish community, that in our prayer and work together, we may proclaim God's love for all humankind. We pray to the Lord. Here is the Lord. For leaders of nations and the people of the world, that the spirit of peace, understanding, and wisdom may come to rest upon them. We pray to the Lord. Here is the Lord. For our children, the little ones who believe in Jesus, that they may be protected from all that could lead them into temptation, so as to grow in the love for the Lord. We pray to the Lord. Here is the Lord. For those who are suffering from the effects of physical, sexual, or substance abuse, that they may be healed and made whole through the compassionate care of family and friends, we pray to the Lord. Yes, Lord. That through the powerful intercession of Our Lady of Promsucca, we will be spared damage to life and property during this hurricane season, we pray to the Lord. Yes, Lord. For those who have died in the, in the peace of Christ, that they may be welcomed into the company of saints, we pray to the Lord. Hear us, Hear us, Lord. For St. Peter parishioners, for whom this Mass is being offered, we pray to the Lord. Hear us, Hear us, Lord. 
I ask you to please turn now to our family prayer, which appears on the inside cover of most of the rest red hymnals that you have. Loving and faithful God, through the years the people of our archdiocese have appreciated the prayers and love of Our Lady of Promise in times of war, disaster, epidemic, and illness. We come to you, Father, with Mary, our mother, and ask you to help us in the battle of today against violence, murder, and racism. We implore you to give us your wisdom that we can build a community founded on the values of Jesus, which gives respect to life and dignity of all people. Bless parents that may inform their children in faith. Bless and protect them. Be peace breakers of our time. Give consolation to those who have lost loved ones through God. Hear our prayer and give us the perseverance to be a voice of life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Our Lady, I promise, Sucker, hasten to help us. Mother, under pray for us that we may be a holy family. <clears throat>
Bless you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and working of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Bless you, Lord, forever. Bless you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and working of human hands. It will become our spiritual dream. Blessed be God Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be accepted to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all of his holy church. Grant us, O merciful God, that this our offering may find acceptance with you and that through it the wellspring of all blessing may be laid open before us through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and the work of the Holy Spirit. You give life to all things, and you make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for your consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. On the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to the disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which we pour out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, with the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacral victim, victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, may be filled with his Holy Spirit, and may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may attain inheritance with your elect, especially the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Peter, and with all the saints 
on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O oh Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be praised, confirmed in faith and charity, your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, Gregory, our Archbishop, his assisting bishops, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family, whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O oh merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who please you at their passing from this life. Give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom we sow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Grace grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we wait the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and grace and grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord with you always. Let us offer to each other a sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed.
those who revere you see me and rejoice. For I trust in your word. Let your merciful love console me by your promise to your Let us pray. May this heavenly mystery, O Lord, restore us in mind and body, that we may co-heirs in glory with Christ. 
to whose suffering we are united. Therefore we proclaim his death, who lives and reigns forever and ever. St. Michael, the archangel, defends us. We have saved you from May God rebuke you, we humbly pray. And do thou, priest of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast in hell, Satan, and all the evil spirits, who are proud of the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Our recessional song is Lift High the Cross in your red hymnal number 885. Number 885.